Hello and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, today we're going to talk about one of the countries where, honestly, I had some of the most ups and downs of any stop. And this stop would be Serbia. Now, when I say ups and downs, I mean, there were a lot of great moments and great memories, but there were also some really iffy situations. So with that being said, we'll jump right into it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, this was the first time I ever traveled with somebody with me internationally. Uh, And my friend Denisa from Romania, she wanted to go to Serbia with me. And I thought, sure, this would be a great chance for both me and her to travel to a different country. I thought, sure, why not? So we organized it and also got a hold of my friend Victoria, who lives in Novi Sad, but works in Belgrade. So we had a chance to go visit both of these two major cities in Serbia. Now, we had to wake up early, though. It was around 4.30 in the morning I had to get up, and we met up shortly after, took the bus to the airport, and got on the plane, I think, Again, it was really early morning, but it was a small plane. There were only 13 rows, so roughly 52 seats, which seemed more like a bus than a plane. But I honestly slept through most of it. I had a tough time falling asleep the night before and just passed out on the flight there. Now, we were originally going to rent a car, but... That was when it turned into a nightmare right away. They were actually asking for a 700 euro deposit on top of some other charges, which came to close to 1300 Canadian dollars. I'm pretty sure I could have bought a beat up car, drove around Serbia for like four days and just sold it again and paid less. But... That's when we were like, you know what, we'll just pass on the idea of renting the car and take a bus into the city. This was really honestly one of the most stressful moments while traveling for me because I was fully intended to like drive in Europe. Uh, I had my international driver's permit. I was ready to go. But now looking back, I'm so glad I didn't rent a car. Mainly because, for one, people drive aggressively, especially in Europe. We're more of a passive driver, so it was kind of a blessing in a way that I didn't do it. We took a bus to Central Station, and in fact, we missed our stop, so we had to get off at a random stoplight and walk back. But we met Victoria at the main station. We took out some money, did the exchange, and bought our tickets back to Novi Sad. It was so nice to finally drop off my things at her place uh, because when I travel, I always have a big backpack, like not a huge one, but uh, like a school backpack size. But then I'll have a smaller black one inside. So when I go on day trips, I can just take the small backpack and leave the rest of my things wherever I'm staying. So we quickly dropped off 
my things. We went back into Novisad so Denisa could check into her hostel. And from there we went to the Novisad Fortress. That was this huge structure with actual catacombs below, which I've never witnessed the catacombs. But even to go inside, we dropped, I think I picked up a rock or something like that and threw it in. And no word of a lie, it took like 14 seconds to finally hear the boom on the bottom. So I definitely would not want to fall into one of those. So we had a traditional Serbian meal. Uh, and we also drank rakija, which is like a traditional brandy. It comes in different flavors, but ours was dunga flavor, which is similar to watermelon. It, of course, it was strong, so it hurt my face a lot. <laughs> but, you know, classic alcohol and its ability to do these things. Now, my meal was chicken with mushroom and melted cheese on it, which was really, really good. But after we stuffed ourselves with food, we checked out the museum in Novi Sad. And to be honest, there are so many incredible museums, not just in Novi Sad, but in Belgrade too. We went to the Nikola Tesla Museum in Belgrade, and I was super excited. I think Nikola Tesla is an amazing, inspirational person who died too young, and he could have really made a change in how the world could be today. So for that, again, it was so humbling to go to his museum just dedicated for him. But I'll tell a little bit more of that later. We also we walked around the outside walls of the fortress, and Victoria pointed out uh, this huge white bridge called the Zizi Lives Bridge. Sorry, I probably destroyed that pronunciation, but it was a damaged bridge uh, in 1999 by the Americans. But then after some years of preparing to fix it, they rebuilt it by floating the bridge down the river. So that was kind of a cool little history lesson from there. But everything in Serbia had such an aged look, which made it really unique. And it was similar to Romania in a way, like a lot of the buildings, the structures were really old but again, it's just the type of architecture in this region of Europe. We went to a couple of pubs along the way. Uh, one, the Irish pub, Red Cow. And uh, I had the Red Cow burger, which was actually really, really big. Uh, it was essentially about the size from my wrist to my fingertips. So I would say, I don't know, eight inches maybe. It was humongous, and I can't remember if I finished it or not, but uh, I was staying with Victoria, and Denisa went back to her hostel, and I finally, finally, my life goal has been complete. I know how to properly Slav squat like a true Slav. So me and Victoria were doing Slav squats so I can finally perfect this technique and she also was showing me some serbian and russian singers on youtube one of them Serebro, is a really famous russian group and even today i still listen to them and in fact i listen to their music when i go to sleep sometimes going to different cultures going to different countries it's just so so interesting to learn 
about the culture, but also the music as well. I never really thought of getting into Russian or Serbian music until being in Serbia. And one of the other things about the culture in Serbia is that Serbians will tell you exactly how it is. Like if they tell you, you know, you should do this. They're not telling you almost like, Hey, a suggestion. It's like, no, you should do this because this is the right way. Uh, and a lot of Eastern Europeans are like this. I find that they are kind of straight shooters, if you would. And it is a little bit different. I'm not going to lie because I'm more of a passive person, but over there, essentially, like I said, they say it how it is. And I appreciate their brute honesty. Honestly, I think, uh, that's a great quality to have. Going through different places in Belgrade and Novi Sad, there are so many beautiful buildings. Uh, I always say that all the time, honestly. But just the architecture is so different compared from there and here in Canada and even other places in Europe. One of the funny stories that happened in Novi Sad was you went to this one restaurant and it was known for its meal called the woman's dream it was this huge long deep fried piece of rolled up mincemeat in the shape of um we'll just call it a male reproductive organ so (laughs) it was good i did finish it it was really good uh but yeah that was kind of the that was probably one of the funniest things when uh victoria said you have to try the woman's dream okay sure and they bring it out and i thought oh my god they weren't kidding (laughs) our time in belgrade like i said we went to the tesla museum that was just so cool i had a chance to touch the this machine it's like it generates electricity so i touched it and i could feel like the shock like the And that was really interesting. I wasn't going to do it, but again, straight shooting. Victoria was like, no, go do it. And she was like pushing me to the front to actually do it. Again, sometimes I can be very passive when traveling, but it's nice to have friends like her to kind of kick you in the ass and say, no, go do it. One of the other foods as well that we tried was the burek, which is a pastry with meat inside of it and i guess it's a very very common meal in serbia and this is again one of the meals that victoria said we had to try so victoria was amazing when it came to pointing out the different places to go see like she was a great guide and i appreciate everything that she did one of my all-time favorite memories of the whole experience was at the Belgrade Fortress. Now, it's on the very top of the city. You can see the whole entire city. But we also saw so much thunder and lightning in the distance. Now, we're taking videos of it, and it was really really amazing. Just the lightning would just light up the sky. And I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but it's also thunder and lightning out right now here. So it's very appropriate for the episode. Now we went inside this little cafe because 
thought, you know, well, maybe we'll go inside and let the storm pass. Well, the storm didn't pass. It was hailing. The wind was so strong that it was blowing around the umbrellas and the patio. Literally felt like we were a hostage inside in some kind of crazy movie. But we finally had to make a break for it because if not, we wouldn't have had a way back to where we were staying. So we had to essentially run towards downtown and just, again, pouring rain, thunder and lightning above our heads. I don't think I've ever seen rain come down that much. It was just unbelievable. Uh, The girls stood out in the rain for like five seconds and they were just soaked. Actually, we had an umbrella for each person, but it just didn't make a difference because of the wind, right? So I think my umbrella actually broke, so it was pretty inconvenient. But the next day that I was traveling to France, I had to leave decently early. It was sad to say goodbye to both Victoria and Denisa because she was going back home to Romania to go back to her university. And, of course, I was moving on to the next country. But, again, there's so many up and downs with Serbia with the car thing and then to be able to see the Tesla museum and then be caught in the craziest storm I've ever been in my life to, you know, trying all these amazing foods, the Burek, the woman's dream. They were foods that I don't think I would ever experience in any other country, or at least it may not be as common in other countries as Serbia, but with the people too. I found like the people were very straightforward. You know, some, some cultures, people would take more offense to that. They'd be like, wow, they're all really rude, but that's quite the contrary. I feel like being honest and being brutally honest sometimes is something that you need to hear. And that's something that I really took from this experience and thought, you know what? I much rather hear the truth than for someone to sugarcoat the lie. But when it came to cost, like when it came to how much things cost, it was actually pretty cost efficient. Like for me, Serbia was pretty good on the pocket, let's say. Like it was very affordable. I had to help out. Denisa because she's a student and I thought okay well I'll help her out and Victoria was great to help her out too I found for the most part like a lot of things were affordable when it came to transportation there's a number that you can text like you can text the taxi company and you just text essentially where you are and where you're going and the next available taxi has a touch screen and it says like be there in two minutes, be there in five minutes, be there in 10 minutes, be there in 20 minutes. And they'll just hit that button. So then, you know, okay, they'll be here at whatever time. Now I was warned that you have to essentially negotiate the price right away because sometimes they will, they will try to get more money out of you. But again, there's other cultures too, that are like that. Uh, I know, for example, in Toronto, if you take a taxi for some companies, you sit in the taxi and you automatically pay $10. 
I think for here where I live for $10, you can drive from like one side of the town to the other easily. But I also don't take taxis very often here because I drive. But furthermore, as long as you're careful when you travel, as long as you have a a good mindset of like, okay, let's see if this is reasonable price and then we can go from here. Now, when it comes to time of the year to visit Serbia, I was there in May. The weather again was mid twenties and sunshine for most of it. Besides that one Armageddon storm that we had, but the weather can get so hot there. It can be up there easily in the thirties in the summertime. So I feel like either the spring or fall time would be the best time to go see it because the temperatures would be a lot more comfortable. Some final thoughts. My experiences in Serbia, there was a lot going on. Also traveling with somebody for the first time internationally, uh, meeting a new friend that I've never met before, making sure that everyone kind of gets along. It was quite the process, but I'm glad that it all happened and I learned a lot of lessons along the way. Will I go back to Serbia? Sure. I feel like there's a lot more to see besides the cities. There's a lot of nature as well that I would like to explore. But I feel with any country, there's so much to explore, not just the main touristy places, the hidden gems that you may not be able to find on Google But someone who lives there may say, oh, you should check out this place. It's really amazing. I want to thank Victoria again for all the things that she showed us. Again, she tried to pack in as much as she could within the four days that we were in both Novi Sad and Belgrade. And I want to thank Denisa as well for coming along with me and making the experience fun by traveling with somebody for once. I feel like after a while, you want to shake things up and travel with some of your friends. And I've done that before. I've traveled with a couple of my close friends from Nova Scotia to Ontario and to New Brunswick. And it's a fun time. But would I travel all the time with people? Heck no. (laughs) I am a lone wolf when it comes to that. So unless I'm staying at somebody's place, I like to kind of do my own thing. In the same breath, it's nice to know somebody from that area that can show you around. So unfortunately, we're all out of time today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, it was very mixed emotions at some points, but generally speaking, Serbia was really fun. I enjoyed my time there. Some of the most memorable moments happened in Serbia, and I really can't wait to go back again. This is Thomas signing off. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.